between the Washington Redskins and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And what a game it was. The Redskins pull it out in overtime. We give our game balls and kicks in the balls. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. What a Why game. don't we always get these guys? Why don't we get Ed Hockley? Before we, no, man. I know, but before we get to the negatives of the game, like Jeff Triplett and his triple crappy referee squad. Triple crown, triple crown crew. Of... Let's get to the good stuff. How about Clinton yeah. Portis breaking 100 yards, 112 yards? I think on 27 counts. Yeah, Clinton. Santana Moss. I How about the Santana Moss up in there? Three touchdowns. Yeah, if you go to the website right now, as soon as the game was over, I uh, just put up a big fat picture of Santana Moss and just said, "Need I say more?" Man, talk about he, I'm, I'm thinking Player of the Week, NFL Player of the Week. Three touchdowns. He gets my game ball, hands down. I, <laughs> I don't even need to hold back on that one. NFL Player of the Week, right there. I think he's he's the man. Uh, there's oh, a lot man. of positive. How, how many people? How many people just got juked out of their jock by him on those three touchdowns? About Dude, 12. I don't know. I mean, he was juking left and right all night tonight on those uh, on those earlier touchdowns. That little spin move he did for that uh, that second touchdown. That was awesome, dude. Yeah. And awesome. uh, not to mention, Chris Cooley was kicking some butt and taking names. Had some huge blocks, some huge catches. Yeah, he did. Including that one at the uh, where he got forced out of bounds and then came back in and made that awesome catch on the tiptoes on the sideline and he took it away from him. And, and I needed that because you know he's on my sorry fantasy team, so I really needed him to step up tonight. So I'm glad he did. That's <laughs> you right, dude. Team where you forgot to start two players today. Uh, what are you talking about? Now he went back in and did it, dude. <laughs> oh, did you really? Yeah, dude. I took care. Of it. <laughs> but not to mention, Josh, not to burst your bubble, but since Brunel was my quarterback, any catch that any Redskins receiver of yours made. Was pretty much negated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um. Anyway, Chris Cooley had a huge game, and I have to point out one thing that we have not mentioned yet. What about the lack of penalties on the offensive line? Holy mackerel! Yeah. Dude, the offensive line looked for the first time this year to me like that, like they were together. You know, they looked fantastic. They were, I mean, it wasn't like they were doing their thing and the backs were doing their thing. They were working together. They knew what play, what the play was going to be called. They were listening. You know, uh, they were listening to the audibles. They were moving where they needed to be uh, moving. I mean, it was, um, dude, it was just awesome to watch the O-line tonight. Did the offensive now, line? one penalty on the whole line, and that was on uh, Christian Fourier. He's not even the line, dude. He's a... Tight end. Yeah, like kind of on the line. I don't include him when I talk about the line. 
But other than that, that was it, right? I mean, K- Casey Raybach yeah. did fine. Uh, yeah, he had great blocks. The doctor, new dog, Dockery. The doctor, Dockery man, Aaron's dog. Yeah, he did. He was. He had some really nice lead blocks on some of those Clinton Portis runs. I might have to go down ten digits. Get a new jersey. <laughs> or eleven. <laughs> Sorry, eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to go down eleven digits. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> Uh, someone on the web on the iTunes called us the Beavis and Butthead of the Redskins this week. But, uh, uh, <laughs> we, we try to be a little bit more intelligent. We laugh a lot, but we try to sound. We try to at least sound like we're more intelligent. We, it, we, you know, that could be a compliment. We do say "dude" a lot. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, dude. Uh, I like nachos. Uh, um, anyway, you know what? I also like three touchdowns by Santana Moss. That's what I liked. That's yeah. what I like. And Clinton Portis. Well, we already said that. Yeah. And. Dude, uh, you know, Brandon Lloyd had some nice catches tonight. Mm-hmm. And he's on my team. And. Uh, we had a ton of good stuff going in that game. You know, well, Mike Sellers had some, some nice blocks. Um, and he had one catch for six yards. Monstrous blocks. He had that one catch. He did step out of bounds before the uh, first yeah. down, I remember. Oh, dude. You know, I I got to point out with Mike Sellers when he had that block going into the end zone and the guy got all mad and he just, like, stopped and just walked away. Yeah, he did. He, the guy was all pissed off. He just turned around and walked away. He was like, whatever, dude. He totally destroyed that guy and then walked away. You know uh, <laughs> you know who we haven't seen and we didn't see him again tonight? TJ Duckett. We didn't get any play tonight, did he? No. I, bet he was, I bet he was inactive again. I think... already carrying a number of running backs. Yeah. Did you know that Jason Campbell against Dallas was inactive? I think we were wondering why they didn't they didn't put in uh, Campbell. Remember, everyone was calling for him, but I think I found out later that he was inactive for whatever reason. Oh yeah, interesting. Anyway, that's the past. Woo! I think this was the game like last year, like last year's game against Dallas. I think this was the game to turn it around. Yeah, man. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, it's everybody. I mean, everybody. I keep thinking of more names. Antoine Randall, you know. Andre Carter stepped up. Andre Carter, it was great to see him. I mean, uh, on the offensive side, special teams looked good. You know, uh, Rock Cartwright had some good runs. Randall had good runs. Um, they had they formed some really nice wedges. They were blocking really well. I mean, you know. They were blocking really well. Yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, it, it, was, it was just a good all-around game to watch. Now, I mean. You know, Jacksonville typically, you know, is no slouch on the uh, on the defensive side of the line this year, and you know, and I think uh, Leftwich for them was was playing a nice game. I, you know, it was a pretty even kill game across the board, but um, it, honestly, uh, I didn't expect it to be as difficult as it was. But I mean, look at the points. I mean, it was just back and forth the whole game. Well, the Redskins. Think... <clears throat> Go ahead, John. Well, I think with Jacksonville. Um, I think they're definitely a playoff contender, if not a Super Bowl contender team. They're like, this was the game that they needed to step up to show that they were a Super Bowl contender, I think. Right. And their offense put up a lot of points, but, I mean, you can see that their team does have a lot of talent. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just can't stress how important of a win this was for the Redskins. Oh, it was this huge. is not an easy team to beat. Oh, dear. Right. It was so huge. But I got to point out something leading into my kicking the balls award. Um, John, do you have the stats in front of you? Because I wanted to point, I, I wanted to point out how the Redskins pretty much, at least through three quarters, were dominating 
Jacksonville in like every category except for the score. And um, yeah, it was outstanding. Um, they had the first downs, double the first downs. It was it was a uh, it was it was a ton. We see first downs. It ended up. Uh, let me see. Washington, yeah, Washington had 22 touch, or first downs as opposed to 12 for Jacksonville. Um, 7 for 14, 50% on third down. Jacksonville was only 2 for 13. That was huge. Wow. Even though they did convert twice on fourth down, and we didn't, we didn't try. But we ended up out, uh, out netting them in yards by close to 200. It was like 100 and, 170 or so. Well, this brings me yards. to my point, dude, especially the first down things. It yeah. brings me to my kicks and balls award. We keep giving up that big play on defense. And that's usually a pass, and it, I got to say it, it's usually because of Carlos Rogers. Yeah, it really is, dude. He was looking like Deion Sanders out there. I, I give him the kick in the ball. Tackle. He was doing those hit tackles instead of wrapping people up. He kept getting burnt, kept trying to do fancy stuff and not getting it done. And to top it off, the fourth and eight or whatever that he gave up to, where the game would have been over. Uh huh. That's it. Giving up those those passes on the sideline, yeah. Yeah, that's your kicking the balls, huh? That's why Josh was saying it should have been easier, and ju- and by the stats, it should have been. But they just kept giving up the big pass plays. The run yeah, was you're shut exactly down. Right, and I think going back to last year, that that has been a uh, that's 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 been something that's been happening every single game with Greg Williams' defense. Every like once or twice in the game, they just look completely inept on a drive, like once or twice, and they give up like four to six plays. With a couple of long plays and there's touchdown. And it's usually after the Redskins offense does something good, like they feel like they can let down for a little bit. I think you're right. But anyway, um, what about the, uh, and the stats? We shut down, the defense did shut down the run early in the first quarter and I would be interested to see how many times Jacksonville even ran the ball after that. I, I can only remember once in the fourth quarter. Do you have that? I don't know how many times they ran at that. No, after, they just do the first. They just kept stepping back, trying to throw it, trying to throw it. You know, trying to. Yeah, were, you're exactly right. They were afraid to run the ball after the first quarter. They weren't running it at all. Um, they only had a total of 32 runs, or no, no, even less. I'm sorry, 32 yards on um, 15 runs. And some of those were from Leftwich when he was forced to run. Uh huh. Yep. And he kept doing those little uh, pansy like slides because he was too afraid to. But dude, dude has a history of getting a little bit of injury going on, so I guess that's that's his whole deal. He's afraid to lose his job to Gerard again, his backup, who played very admirably, admirably for him last year. Mm-hmm. For the most part. But anyway, I do have to give um, some accolades to the whole team for cutting out all those penalties, which was their big problem last week. Right. And Absolutely. the rest of the season before. I mean, that. the penalties that we got tonight were stupid penalties, and most of them were called. You know, by the by the uh, less than desirable officiating crew. Yeah, let's uh, talk about the officiating crew. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the penalties like excessive uh, celebration because Brandon Lloyd lifts up Santana Moss two feet off the ground and hugs him. That was unbelievable. That was just kind of a what are you doing? They called that what, orchestrated. What, your, what in the world is your problem? They called it orchestrated, but if you give them a, hand, a high five, it's not orchestrated. Jacksonville scored on their next possession. There were four guys all high five and clapping around the end zone. They didn't call anything. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was unbelievable. They did get called twice because they celebrated twice in the end zone, but those were obvious orchestrated. That was two guys like doing a dance. Well, here's a question. This was just dude. Brandon Lloyd like hugging him. 
He was just giving, yeah, he was like hugging him, man. And he, I mean, I mean, there's no big deal. I mean, what's next? They're going to call penalties, you know, for, uh, you know, patting the guy on the butt as you run by like everybody yeah, else. Yeah, true. <laughs> and dude, and to top off the cake, man, what was up with them even thinking about reviewing that Santana Moss one? Like, there's got to be a penalty or something. What was they thinking? We already talked about the Chris Cooley one where the dude had his arm completely outstretched, the defender did, pushing him out of bounds. Totally pushing Cooley out, and Cooley falling in, and still making the catch and falling down. His feet, I kept saying, dudes, his feet look like the Wicked Witch of the West uh, stuck out from, <laughs> from underneath the house. If you plopped a house on him on the sideline, that's exactly what he would have looked like. I mean, Man, Santana Moss didn't even come close going out of bounds. It was unbelievable how long that took. It's like at least 10 seconds after the after Santana Moss made it to the end zone and then suddenly you hear everyone booing. You're just like, oh my, what I know. could they possibly have called? They probably reviewed the entire play all over the field to make sure nobody was holding and there wasn't some penalty. <laughs> yeah, there had to be one somewhere. Triplets like, do it again. you got to make sure there's a penalty somewhere. Oh, so speaking of. penalty, guys. Come on, the Jacksonville, you know, they paid us for this. Uh, Dude. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of... I don't want to say that. I'm not going to be... <laughs> speaking of doing it again, anyway. what was that they called in the first quarter? Where they're like, there's no foul, Jacksonville didn't have time to set up, replay it? Yeah, what, yeah, what was that? They said that the Redskins did a late substitution and that Jacksonville didn't have time to uh, counter it. To match it. And I was like, so so the Redskins, um, they, the Redskins essentially were penalized because they were on the ball. They, you know, they were quick and got to the ball in time, and Jacksonville was not paying attention. Yeah, usually that's like <laughs> that's a... basically what it was. I've never heard that before in my life, and it'd be interesting to see if Joe Gibbs brings that up in the news conference and talks to the league about that. Yeah, that but, is unbelievable. And the refs are like, uh, oh, no, guys, no, that's a do-over. Do-over? <laughs> yeah, what is that? It's like playing in the street with you guys, like back in the day. Yeah, it's like, come on, guys. Oh, do over, do over. Do over, man. A car was coming. Do over. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I always man. thought, I always thought that the no huddle was like a strategy so that they wouldn't be ready. So what was? Yeah, exactly. Every time there's a no huddle offense now, are they going to be like, no, that's a do over. They didn't have time to get ready. What is that? They just made that up. I would, I challenge everyone out there listening this week to, uh, find in the rule book that rule and send us the, uh, Send us the statute about yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's ridiculous. That crap. Maybe that's one of those obscure rules that nobody really knew existed, but like, uh, but these guys were uh, just waiting for the day when they could use that penalty. Whatever. You know, it's got, you know, like, kind of like last year when Doug Flutie did that drop kick for a field goal. Like, it's one of those things that hadn't been done in so long. They were like, ooh, I can't wait to call this penalty. No one even knows it exists. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you know, they dream, they've dreamt about it for years, and finally, <laughs> finally tonight they're like, yes. I think we can, I, dude, I think we can make that call right here. Let's do it. Dude, 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 seriously, it's come over here. It's the do-over one. It's the do-over rule. We can use it, guys. We can use it. We can use the do-over rule, I swear. <laughs> I only have one thing to say about this guy. Come guys. on. This guy's sucks. I'm surprised they weren't like. Kind of sucked, you know. I was glad that we were on CBS because generally they're pretty cool. I like the fact they've gotten rid of their sideline reporters because they're pointless. <laughs> but uh, man, Randy Cross and Dick Enberg—they stink, man. Dude, Enberg, one point. Dick Enberg is the big, Randy Cross is just dumb, but Dick Enberg always says something that's not happening, or he gets it wrong. Like he's, he'll say like. And the Redskins have the ball when Jackson or the Jacksonville has it. <laughs> no, they were like correct himself. They were like, and that was the first down, and I was like, no, it wasn't. He's like four yards shy. 
And then the other time he was like, he was like, it was like listening to the radio broadcast. I know. And then the other time he goes, dude, he goes, Chris Cooper makes the catch. And Randy Cross is like, that's Cooley. <laughs> I who it was. I think it was from Jacksonville. The dude went, like, horizontal to catch the ball, <laughs> you know, parallel to the ground. And Dick Enberg goes, he went perpendicular to the ground <laughs> to catch that one. I was like, dude, everyone's perpendicular to the ground. Yeah, stand upright. That's, I know. I was, I was like, going, <laughs> so, so what you're saying is is uh, he's walking upright, right, like a human being? <laughs> uh, oh, man. Dude, he's yeah, old. they kind of sucked, but they weren't, you know, you just kind of tuned them out because you knew they were dummies. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they weren't anywhere near as bad as Jeff, Tri- Jeff Triplett and his horrible crew. I swear, they're the worst crew in football. <laughs> oh, I believe you, man. Oh, man. It was ridiculous. And then there was that other holding penalty that they didn't call that would have knocked Jacksonville out of field goal range. towards the quarterback and he got around the guy on like a corner blitz from the left side and he got around his man and the dude from Jacksonville grabbed him by the back of his jersey and yanked him backwards right in front of the quarterback and the referee was right there and didn't call it. Dude, there were some, I think that they, they were kind of targeting Kenny Wright a little bit. I mean, uh, I watched a couple different times you know, after the play was over and, and they were talking some smack to Kenny Wright back and forth. Kenny Wright did. He, I think he played pretty good, though. I think the worst defensive back we had today was Carlos Rogers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I mean, he once he made that one big hit where he came blasting through there, he decided he could keep doing that, and then he he missed a few. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. exactly, because he ran in and hit him like Dion instead of wrapping him up. He put a shoulder into him, and the he second just, time he got blown right off. You're right, exactly. And and the other thing, the other guy actually, the guy that I thought was worse, and you can you can tell me I'm totally wrong, but was uh. Christian, uh, how do you say his last name? Uh, Fourier. Fourier. Fourier, yeah, yeah. Dude, I just thought he, he missed the boat completely. He had the only penalty. Or, or yeah, the only holding penalty. Every, every, time I saw, every time I saw a pass be caught, you know, suddenly, like, two steps later, he'd come into the frame. And it was just like, okay, yeah. another balloon, you know, that was blown. I mean... Well, I just I haven't been impressed with him. You know, I don't know I, anybody that knows how he did in New England. I haven't really followed his career, but uh, he, was, he was pretty good in New England. I think maybe I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he just needs it to get off. colder or something. Well, dude, I, <laughs> maybe that's it. Back to um, he's a little bit colder weather. Dude, back to the defensive backs though. I do have to say they didn't have any pass interference or defensive holding calls against them. That's true. Didn't they have one illegal hands to the face? I don't think so. One. No, I don't think uh, even one. Yeah, the penalties were really, really low. Yeah, um, that was a both huge. Teams only had four penalties apiece that were accepted. Yeah, and dudes, uh, yeah, and, and and they were making some nice. Play. I mean, uh, Marcus Washington was huge. Uh, oh yeah, he was everywhere. Sean Taylor was was awesome as always. Um, even even uh, Andre Carter, like we mentioned before, dude, he was getting he was getting in there. He I mean, he up. had the sack, and then you know he was uh, getting through the you know getting through the blocks and doing some nice little spin moves and getting to the quarterback and putting the pressure on. I mean, um, you know, I was impressed with him tonight. And I, think, I thought that the uh, go, go ahead. I was going to say I think that also the uh, Jacksonville defense coming into this game was only giving up an average of like fifty nine yards on the ground, weren't they? That's right. I think they had the highest. The, the best running defense, or one of the best running defenses in the NFL, yeah. And they hadn't played. Portis alone had what, like 120 or something tonight? I think 112. Um, yeah, he had a ton. He had a he had a 112. Okay. Well, you know what?
know what we said? You know, we said it last year, too. Whenever Clinton Portis runs 100 yards or more, we tend to win the game. Yeah, yeah. when he scored 30 points or more in a game, too. Actually, <laughs> we said 21. Points. 20 points we were last week. That's right, yeah. So I can't remember, though, our def- the last time our defense gave up that much that many points. Oh, yeah, it was against the Giants, wasn't it? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, against the Patriots in preseason. But I mean, luckily, in a, oh yeah. Luckily, everybody was on par, and we just, you know, I, you know, we just finished it up. I mean, it was, uh, it could have gone either way. I mean, if you think about it, coming down to the end of that fourth quarter, I was sitting there biting my nails, man. We had to hold oh, them, yeah. and then it was like it was like third and eight or something, and and uh, then they got that first down and got into Redskins territory. Then it was, you know, then they the clock usage, you run the clock down. It was like if they score here, it's over. It's over. You know, and uh, it was a nail biter. So I mean, yeah, we're like uh, we're hooping and hollering right now, but dude, for a while there, it was tough. And then you know, it's 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 kind of lucky that we got the coin toss the way we did, and yeah. uh, we're able to move the ball on down. And I think that's the thing. You know, we were all sort of on par tonight, Redskins and Jacksonville. Um, we did kind of get the luck of the toss, and we're able to uh, you know capitalize on that. I gotta say, dude, that was, that I was. was huge. I was yelling, you can ask John. In fact, I almost lost my voice. I thought they should have went for it. Dude, I was too. I know exactly what you're talking about. I was like, it's fourth down, you know, and They're not, even, not even a foot, a yard. You know, and, and then we sit on John Hall. I was like, just go for it and let's finish this thing up. I was too, especially. Yeah, I to go ahead. Because Jacksonville was just went like 80 yards in four plays. And I was like, we need a touchdown if we're going to win this thing. So a field goal here, I didn't think the defense would be able to hold them. I didn't either. I didn't have the faith at that point. I got to, I got to admit it. Go ahead, John. You were going to say something different. You know, I didn't have faith that the defense would be able to keep them from scoring, but I absolutely thought that kicking the field goal was the right thing with that much time left because you needed those go-ahead points because how because of how easy Jacksonville was moving the ball down the field. I was like, in that amount of time, with one or two, I think it was one timeout left, there's a high probability they're going to be able to get in field goal range because their guy was booting them from like 56 before the game. And, and you know what? That's absolutely correct. And, and looking back, I mean, you know, on, obviously uh, Joe Gibbs made the right decision there. I mean, you know, just like you said, John, if if we would have gone for it, even if we got the first down, there's no guarantee that we would have got any points on the board. And that was the whole thing about, you know, a bird in the hand. I think they kept mentioning that. It's like, take the field goal. We got it. And then we gotta at least just hold them and keep them from getting a touchdown. If they get a field goal, it's tied up and we go into OT, which is exactly what happened. No nah, man, we got lucky on that. I mean, you if know, we would have got the field goal, dude, we could have run down the clock in the fourth quarter. We shouldn't have even been in that position. Right, the defense was just not great. Right. No, but they did need that win, and I think that's just gonna add from their confidence from next from last week going into. Is there a bye next week? Who are we playing? Oh, we're going into New York. The Giants. Oh yeah, we needed that. Yeah, we needed that. We can pull out that Giants game. That's right. If they beat, I mean, the Redskins just beat a high caliber team, so that's going to give them a lot of confidence going in against the Giants. Yeah, I think that's huge. Even like all the way down to John Hall hitting that field goal at the end. That was a long field goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's he's not looking too bad. No, he was I'm perfect tonight. Bad. He's Aaron, been perfect the last two weeks. Is anybody on the uh, chat room there? You look. No, I can't. I'm not. A, I'm not a computer man. Oh, I'm not looking. <laughs> it's too hard to do and run the podcast at the same time. I'm not going to do it. If I can bring it up here. Hold on. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's keep moving on. But anyway, while he's Speaking looking at that, picking, uh, 
Derek Frost had one of his patented 24-yard kicks. Oh, yeah. And I think it got called back. Didn't it? Oh, was that the one? I don't know. That was, that was the funkiest-looking kick that I – it was just weird-looking, man. I think it went off his head. I read in the article that he said he's been dropping the ball down on the outside of his foot, and that's been causing him to have trouble. Well, tell him not to. kicks and doing that. All right. Exactly. Apparently it fixed it, but not completely. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It was just like this weird little wobbly thing. Again, you know, I was out here kicking balls around with my son before uh, before the game, and I, you know, I was kicking better than that. So, yeah. Well, anyway, while John's looking up that um, chat room thing, Josh, why don't you go ahead with your? Uh, well, did you give your game balls? No. Well, no, but it's pretty darn obvious. Anybody that's already gone to the website tonight. Um, yeah, there's a big honking picture of Santana Moss there, and I think that, you know, that's the obvious choice for uh, for the game ball tonight. But, I mean, there were so many really good – I mean, everybody did so well tonight. I mean, it was, um, you know, all of the, the – I got to give big props to the O-line. We talked about that, you know, as far as uh, the way that they were, um, you know, the way they were blocking – uh, Mark Brunel had great coverage tonight most of the night. I mean, I didn't feel like a lot of time he was under a lot of pressure. So uh, I don't think he got Blind sacked at all, did he? did really well. He didn't get sacked, did he? I don't think he got sacked tonight. I don't think he did either. No, I mean, and the pressure was really not – there wasn't a lot of pressure. Um, you know, those guys did really well. So, uh, you know, I have to yeah, say – there were no sacks. No sacks tonight for the Redskins or for Mark Brunel. Right. My, my game ball would have to go there uh, to uh, – Santana Moss, I mean, it, it's tough to just give one. The offensive line, you know, pretty much the entire offense. I mean, I can, you can, I can name a whole bunch of people on the defense. You know, uh, unlike a few weeks ago where Aaron said, you know, I'm I'm giving uh, 53 kicks or whatever it was, uh, 52 kicks, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's kind of the opposite of that tonight. So there it is. What about you, John? Um, my game ball, have we, have we done kicks yet? No. We haven't done the kicks yet, have we? All right, we'll go with the game ball first. My game ball goes to Clint Portis. Um, man, you know when they when they brought him in uh, all those years ago, I was like, oh, he's all right. I'm really pissed for giving up Champ Bailey though, because Champ Bailey is such a true shutdown corner and a second round pick to get him. Blah blah blah. And the more the longer he's been here, the better he's getting. Dude has so much patience and vision, especially when they like stretch it out along the sideline. He'll just sit there, and he's patient, he's patient, and then he just charts through a hole, and he's got eight, nine, ten yards. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was fantastic. I thought Clinton Portis, I mean, it's obvious. If we had had him in the first two games, we'd be 3-1 and one or 4-0 and oh right now. Oh, yeah. That game ball definitely goes to Clinton. Run, Clinton, run. Run, run. Run, Clinton, run. Run, Clinton, run. Okay, my game ball is going to go to Chris Cooley. <laughs> I thought he had a solid game, dude. Oh, totally. <clears throat> he showed up well tonight. Yeah, and the, the play that made me decide I was giving him the game ball is it was like third and eight, and he caught like a six-yard pass, and he was like, I'm getting that first down. And he had like two dudes on him. He just fought and fought until he got it. Yep. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. And yep. I was like, that's a real football player that wants to win right there. Yeah, and he put his shoulders into this guys and just plow on in. I was just like, you know, it, it just, just solid. And the crowd loved him too, you know, everybody yelling, cool. Everyone was yelling, Chris Cooper. <laughs> dude, dude, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, that's like some character actor that's like in movies like Twister or something. I don't know. All I have to say about that is way to go, Dick. 
Um, uh, Randy. All right. What about the uh, kicks in the in the balls the boards? <laughs> kicks. Uh, let's see. For me, man, uh, I mentioned him before, uh, Christian Farrier. Uh, I just think he, uh, you know, he just he didn't do it for me tonight. I mean, he just seemed like he was late uh, on his coverage. Uh, he missed a bunch of stuff. I mean, that's just my observation. Certainly, I didn't have the uh, the best view, but uh, you know, he uh, he's got to get my kick tonight. Who? Christian Fourier. Oh, okay. Fourier. The one offensive line kind of lineman who had a play today. Yeah, he's been a letdown all season. I got to say that. Yeah, I think he has been too. I think I think on that's that's already at this point looking forward. Um, I think looking forward in the draft that going after another tight end is going to be a big a big uh, a big concern for the Redskins. No, nah, dude, a defensive Jackson, back. Maybe a new tight end. How about a new cornerback? Yeah, the backs and tight ends, absolutely. Uh, what about you, uh, Good one, Josh. John? Oh, my pick in the balls goes to darn Jeff Triplett and his the rest of his crappy crew. As soon as I saw him on the field, I said, here we go. The worst officiating crew in football, and they did not uh, they did not disappoint, in, except for that they really disappointed. Um, these guys, they, they're always bad on their spots. They always make bad calls, or they go, uh, uh, you make a call. No, you make a call. Uh, no one knows the call. Yeah, they have, make up a rule. they have meetings no, for like they, five they minutes. They don't know what's going on on the field, and he's always like flipping over himself. You don't have any confidence that he's that that he knows what he's doing, yeah. and it's consistent every time you see him in a game, and not just in Redskins games. So my kicking the ball goes to Jeff Triple. You lining him right up and bam, kick him right now. Okay, bam. and a recap on mine, of course, went to Carlos Rogers for sucking, giving up that fourth and eight that would have ended the game. And that whole stretch, he was given a cushion of like ten yards every play. I'd look all him Dion. So uh, that's who mine goes to. And uh, hey, was anyone on the chat room there? Nope, I'm in the chat room right now. Nobody's there. Not even our friend Daniel. <laughs> um, our friend Danny. I don't know if you guys have noticed or not, but this week we got some kind of uh, comment on the iTunes that we had an annoying drum beat under our thing. So I took it out. So that's that, so that's that like NPR style like classical music station like pause <laughs> where there's nothing in there, <laughs> wasted air, dead air. Here it is. There it is, the dead air. Since there's yes. nothing to fill it. <laughs> I hope you guys like. You've it. reached Harry. Are you Larry? Harry Hog football. I'm John Adams. Yeah. <laughs> this is Harry Hog football. football is brought to you this week by the Jane D and Edward T <laughs> Rockefeller Foundation <laughs> and, and, and by J P Morgan and Carnegie Mellon. <laughs> <laughs> Carnegie Mellon. Yeah. They always say by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for Harry <laughs> Hog football. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so anyway, so yeah, as you see, we took out the uh, beats under the thing. I, I kind of like the beats. I like the beats too. If you guys like the beats, let us know. But someone has felt strongly enough the beats to give us a uh, well, you know, like early on in the podcast. And this is big episode number fifty, isn't it? No, forty nine. But guess what, dude? Guess what? It's time for what? Speaking of beats, I hear it. I hear it. Oh, 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 oh. There it is. That's right. It's Tom's trivia. Tom's trivia. And uh, since it's Tom, a beautiful day. No, this is Vertigo one. 
<laughs> oh, okay, whatever. But anyway, um, Tom didn't have a trivia question last week, but he made sure that he sent me in one for this week. And I think, what was our question last week, John? Something you had. Um, it was, what was the one game that the Redskins won where they where they ran the ball less than 20 times? And what's the answer? Then in the Joe Gibbs era, in Joe Gibbs era one and two. Um, I don't know the answer. I was hoping someone would uh, write in and tell us because I was just really lazy and was hoping someone would write us. Yeah, I didn't uh, know it. No one wrote it. Did, I'm going to look it up and I'll have it next week. Okay. Do we get? Do we get? I'm really curious now. Do we get any incorrect answers this week? We didn't get any. We didn't get any answers. <laughs> Zero answers. So anyway, John's oh, trivia. Come on, guys! <laughs> out of uh, out of whatever it is, four thousand downloads or whatever. But think about it, dude. If they would have answered it and it was incorrect, we wouldn't have known. <laughs> we would have just been like, oh, well, yeah, that, was, that was the That's correct true. answer. All right, so what's our question this week, Aaron? Okay, this week's question coming from Tom. Here we go. I am trying. Oh, wait, wait hold on. That's a, that's a personal note to me. Let me skip over it. All right, here it is. <laughs> Daryl Green is number one in games played for the Redskins at 295. Who is second? Okay, so if you know the answer, go ahead and send us an email. Redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y hogfootball.com. And, um, yeah, that's a, that's a good question there, Tom. Do you guys know it? Uh, well, I'm not going to spout it out in case the person that I think I know is, uh, is correct. All right, so you have think a good you guess, but Yeah, have a good guess. And um, here's the tally on the Tom's Trivia late since we started keeping tracks. It's been... Speed Racer 2, Brent 2. I think that's it. We keep giving Danny a personal challenge and he never comes through. <laughs> but maybe he will this week. Good luck, Danny and Brent. Good luck, and Good luck Danny and everybody. And Speed Racer. I know you're probably, like, excited. You may have been at the game, so you might not be home to listen to this. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, speaking of uh, any, any Harry Hog-related stuff, we... Um, we had some questions, I guess it's been two weeks ago now, about uh, when the Harry Hog Shop would go online, and we're trying to finalize some details on that. So right. that'll be coming up soon. Plenty plenty of time to get your order in for that great <laughs> stocking stuffer for Christmas. Um, <laughs> for it, the, it'll happen. For the Harry Hog fan around you. For the Harry Hog, <laughs> for the Harry Hog fan in your home, there'll be some great Christmas stocking stuffer options. That's okay. right. Home or office. Harry Hog football. Oh, I got to tell you guys, I got some emails in about the he- headdress, all right? <laughs> oh, yeah, the headdress. <laughs> and, um, Aaron, are you putting the headdress on, the picture of the headdress on right now in case some, anyone missed last week's episode? <laughs> no. But let me just um, <laughs> let me just tell you we got um, – let me edit it a little bit and say we got a resounding no, do not wear the headdress. <laughs> so we won't oh, really- why Aaron's not going to put another picture up of that. A resounding no. Do not wear the headdress. So we won't wear the headdress. Uh, but I'll tell you what, whoever wins the fantasy football league. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, that might be part of your, uh, your, your prize. prize package. I've already uh, obtained the first piece of the prize package. Uh, I was talking about having a trophy for it, but I think it's going to be more of a prize package because it's kind of dumb to have a trophy for a fake football team. Well, we all um, know that I'm right on track to win it. Oh, man, I'm, 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 not, I'm not doing too well myself. Uh, <laughs> in any event, it's a very fair assumption that a Redskins fan is going to win that. But in any event, <laughs> so next week is the Giants in the Meadowlands. What time is that game, John? One. 
That game is at 1 p.m. on Fox. So don't miss it. Don't miss the game. Get pumped. Get pumped. We're facing off against uh, Mr. Nichols. And then hopefully, uh, and, and Josh's old dog. That's what I'm saying. Then we'll be there. Mr. Nichols, man. That's what he goes by now because he's wearing the big number 55. <laughs> All right. And beware, dudes. I've already said it that he might come back to haunt us. So. Yep, yep. We'll see. We'll see. Also, the, oh, Moss, the Moss brothers can talk on the sideline. Is that right? Oh, right on. Is, uh, is Cinderus Moss in at Giants or is he at Jets? I, I thought he was on the I don't know. Giants. At, at any rate, they share the stadium and stuff, right? He's up there. So, yeah, maybe they'll, like, hang out and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, hopefully it won't be like last year. Yeah, hopefully not. That's what it comes down to. Guys, this was a big victory this week. This game was serious. We need to keep the momentum, keep it going, you know, and, uh, yeah. yeah right, right now we're, uh, we're evenly, evenly weighted wins and losses, right? Two and two. Two and two. We've beaten two, uh, two AFC teams, one on the road and one at home. Right. It's one time. very, very good team at home. And now it's time to put some NFC, uh, teams behind us as well. Yeah, like some NFC East teams. Exactly. Absolutely. So, it'll be a big game, big game next week against the Giants. We need to come away from New York with uh, with a W. Yeah, we do. Or we'll be 0-2 in the division. It's a huge game. That's right. Anyway, y'all. That's a big hole to cry. What, uh, what, happened, what happened in the uh, Cal Paddy's game today? Um, oh, they won. Oh, man, they, they run ram shot. They, they, were they, they, they destroyed. Demolished whoever it was they were playing. Did they? I didn't, I didn't catch any of that. It was like they were playing the Titans and they won like forty-five to fourteen or something. Wow. Yeah. So. Anyway, why you have to bring us down, dude? Well, that's right. They were playing the Titans because we're you know we're up against the Titans week after next at home. Isn't that right? That's right, and we're gonna be there. Titan, we got the Titans in two weeks at home. We yeah. do, and and, and we'll, Gary Hall football. Uh, we'll be at that post, game. They're gonna be there. We'll be at that game. We'll be uh, we'll be live blogging throughout the game. We've got it all worked out. As a matter of fact, any of the last few blog posts that you see, um, I've been trying to do from mobile locations. Uh, so we're kind of getting that kind of stuff down. So right on. Cool. Alrighty. We'll be there, man. Live from FedEx Field. That's right. All right, y'all. Um, we're getting a little long here, so let's wrap this up. I got a few things to say. First of all, if you're out and about this week. And you see one, someone wearing that ugly, ugly, like lightish blue color with some silver and some white. Joke them. Yeah, joke them. Joke them. That's right. You know, if you're looking up at the sky at night and you see those twinkly things up there, you just wish for clouds. Yeah. (laughs) And um, one other thing. Send us an email. Redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Dot com. Tell us what you think. And um, check us out on iTunes. And we'd like to thank our sponsors. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Carnegie Mellon and <laughs> Carnegie Mellon. Hey, dudes! Hey, dudes! Not to ramble on. We did have a. It was a big week for iTunes too. Uh, we were we were featured as a podcast. We were listed as number forty three on the uh, sports podcast of all sports podcasts. Number forty three on, on the sports podcast. Um, and as far as football podcasts go, the only two podcasts that were ahead of us in ratings uh, were the Chargers podcast and the uh, Patriots podcast, both of which are actually produced by those football organizations. So we're the, uh, 
you know, as far as an independent uh, football podcast goes, you know, we're, we're number one, I guess, as far as that goes. So, uh, I guess so. So thanks for downloading us and listening to us. And, yeah, uh, man. And, and please, uh, if you have comments or suggestions, uh, we do try to read all the emails and listen, you know, and, uh, tr- and you can, anybody that's, uh, that has sent us something, you know, you pretty much get a response from us. So, uh, you know, right on. So thanks to everybody, and uh, we appreciate you listening in. And uh, yeah, we're, we're just, just fans. We're just fans. We're just gonna keep having fun with it, and uh, yeah. you know. And listen in next week so. for our big number fiftieth episode. Big number fifty next week. All right, dudes. Um, that's about it. We gotta wrap it up. We're going long here, so um, right. we'll talk to you guys later. And hail to the Redskins! Hail to the Redskins! And if you see a Cowboys fan, we've already said it, but joke will come. Keep the face, Bye-bye.